who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. And so it's because uh, they've taken what is essentially a British story and replaced the characters with non-British people, and especially, and, and not even people at all, that is why, on cultural grounds, I will not watch The Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> and, and to generations of people who had to study his work at, uh, for English. Well, the, the thing is, though, David, you complain about that. I remember studying uh, The Signalman, so I ain't complaining about that. The Signalman is top-tier ghost story. Yeah, 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 it's not bad. Um, but, you know. Not you, bad, that, David. We covered this in season one. I think I know you we did yeah. to say it's a tour de force of the spooky realm. Oh, <laughs> below there. But there's still Mr. Jumpleberry and Mrs. Has It Large and other things. Has in... It Large? Is it, what is this? Kevin and Perry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to get a Kevin and Perry reference, but. Uh, uh, they're going to be very. Well, I don't know, actually. You never know. I, I suppose we have a certain niche in terms of our audience. And talking about our audience, hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, happy festive season. Hope you're having a lovely time. As the sun sets on 2023. Yep. We look forward to what I'm sure will be a year of joy, spookiness, and nothing bad happening. Absolutely. Set, aim, aim our sights high, I think. Yeah. Yes. Within our sphere of influence, I think. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And tell me, Mark, why, why is it that we are coming to the listeners uh, this year without a ghost story at Christmas? So, David, you know in A Muppet's Christmas Carol? No. Yeah, well, you, well, one day you might. <laughs> me, uh, both, uh, both myself and the majority of our listeners hope mm. that this will change. Um <laughs> Beaker and Professor Honeydew uh, approach Scrooge to ask him for a donation. Hmm. Now, I, I know this is a scene in, in the original story, but it's just much more fun to make it felt. <laughs> People have their debts to Scrooge. Um, oh, this David, I'm losing it. Help me. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> say something witty. Swoop in and say something witty to save me. <laughs> You know what, listeners, this is meant to be a bit of an update. 
and it's just become <laughs> uh, David's Muppet phobia. I, I, I don't have Muppet phobia. I just know what I like. You don't mind Muppets as long as they don't rub it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see them parading through the streets and, and 24-7 on my TV. Not that I have a TV, but... <laughs> Muppet Pride Parade. <laughs> uh, we're here, David, because um, of... Financial need. No, I mean, well, what it was, David, is yes, um, I had long intended for season three to have a mid-season break for, honestly, you know, the the, the production is tough on uh, most people who work on the show. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, you know, like Atlas, I I have the, the weight of, uh, of, of the podcast. podcast on your shoulders, yes. Indeed, but sometimes it feels more like Prometheus and there is uh, an, <laughs> just an, <laughs> an eagle eating your liver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, I'm sure there are, no, let's not, let's not go there. I was going to talk about. <laughs> but, but you do feel like you have brought something important to the human race, which is why you, you bring in Prometheus, of course. That's right. Uh, it's not quite fire, but it is the light and the warmth of um, atmospheric storytelling. Pleasing terrors. That's fr- oh, Pleasing David. Terrors. There's a reason we work together. Uh, I, I <laughs> pitch the ball, and you just knock it out of the park. Because us two natural sportsmen, this analogy is very fitting. We are, we are totally yeah. I, I I play sports more than I watch them on his Christmas Carol. <laughs> But yes, so you were saying that you'd, you'd long planned a mid-season Thank you. break. Yeah. So we normally have a, uh, well, I had intended on a, uh, on a mid-season break and uh, my, my intention was to, to end that season rather appropriately at Christmas with an M.R. James adaptation. And what an adaptation it is. However, uh, as, you have pointly, as you have so rightly pointed out, it is not in the, uh, in, in the feeds. So while the the spirit was willing, uh, unfortunately the funding was weak. <laughs> <laughs> the pocket was weak. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, and 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 immediately I want to address the generosity of our listeners. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, our our Kofi supporters who have um, doggedly stayed through, who have either dropped in a few pounds occasionally or those on a regular basis. Uh, there is the the cadre of um, Patreon members who are giving every month, and we are so, so, so grateful for all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we remain utterly committed to bringing you uh, art, whatever your financial situation. Absolutely. You know, you have to be what you want to see in the world. I know that sounds a little cheesy, but it's true. Absolutely. Unfortunately, capitalism doesn't work. No, it doesn't. I'm still waiting for that trickle down, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as is most of the rest of the population. Maybe 99%. Yeah, the population is just there looking up, mouths open. Just... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's it's the that champagne glass at the top just seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger for some reason rather than they're overflowing. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so what we want to do is to continue to bring you uh, the rest of season three after our mid-season break, 
uh, to do this. We do need to keep the funds coming in because, unfortunately, Mark cannot continue working for free. Mm. Uh, you should see all the scars that I have created on his back, but he is now getting to a point where he is so willful, he is actually saying no. <laughs> boundaries, listeners, boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> You're editing this, no, you can no, cut no, it out. No, I mean, I, it is good to have boundaries and say you can no longer whip me. Yes, it, it is. Uh, but... In, or, in order to inspire you to help us to fund the rest of the season, we thought that we would dangle a few tidbits in front of you just so that you can get excited about the, co- the forthcoming six episodes. Absolutely, because they're all in uh, various stages of production. Some of them are basically ready to be gift-wrapped and, uh, and, and presented to you, and, and, and others are, are still in the very exciting... Um, you know, re- casting and recording phase, which is one of my favorite uh, phases, frankly. <laughs> one of them, which is still being written, actually, but that's because I had a very good idea. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So how many how many are you going to be writing, Mark Nixon? I mean, that's a tricky one when we're adapting. Well, David has his... He's showing me four in his hand. <laughs> Uh, but you're including the adaptations. I am. Sure. I am including the adaptations. So I suppose yeah, you're 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 doing two of them. Yes, indeed. So um, as I said, there was going to be an M.R. James uh, story, and, uh, and and indeed, listeners, we'll be bringing you uh, Count Magnus, mm. um, which is a bloody. It's one of. Is one of. I mean, I don't know. James is. They're all to me. They're all great. Um, some of them, are tri- I don't know. It's like uh, it's like a good album, yeah, you know. Yeah. You, you, there's going to be there's some hits on there, the ones that you love that maybe not everyone else loves, and even the dud at the end or something. It's still a good one. Oh, you got to finish on uh, a banger though, don't you? In an album, yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely, Mr. James is the Actung baby of the ghost story. <laughs> so <world>. What? <laughs> it's well, David Actung baby is one of U2's best records, and if there's one thing I've learned, David, it's being a U2 fan is a popular stance to take. In this day and age. And has everyone forgotten when you 2 forced us to listen to one of their albums on, on any Apple product? Now Bono has apologised for that on his recent memoir, David. Oh, good. <laughs> now, about he, time. They, yeah, yeah, no, they, they, they were so desperate to be relevant. But enough about Bono. Yes. So, <laughs> so we've got, we've got uh, our M.R. Jane's adaptation of Count Magnus. Um, we've obviously yes. got, uh, well, obviously, yes, we have another Troughton story. That will be yeah. finishing off the season. Yes, absolutely. And I am unbelievably excited for this one. This is a feature-length episode of Troughton in the United States. Oh! Does he wear a Stetson now? He does not wear a Stetson now, but if you, if you listen carefully right now, David, you can hear the national anthem playing right now. It's so stirring. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, Troughton in America. And, and the, that's kind of all I can tell you mm. because um, there is an unbelievably exciting hook to that. Mm-hmm. If you are interested and fancy a gander at the Patreon, um, the secret is there. Patreons already know. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is a reason why 
thankfully, everyone else is also very excited about this story as well. <laughs> but yes, this that is a feature-length story, David. David, it's actually, that episode is all recorded, and it is about 60% completed. It's such a big episode, David, that when I make another episode, I, as a break, I'll then do... Like a, a, a little bit of the finale to do. And currently, David, it is looking like the finale will be two hours long. Wow. Yes, two indeed. hours long. So that that is all the more reason to get the last half of this season funded so we can get to it quicker. Absolutely. And also, David, the, the patrons get these uh, episodes. What will now be a week early as well. A whole so week earlier. It was two days. We've increased it to a week, David, because that's business. Oh. That is that is business. Yes. And they will get all of that hype. They will. And they will be able to sustain the hype for that whole week so that then there's the amount of FOMO that the normal listeners will, will have <laughs> by that point is going to be overwhelming. To maintain the level of hype over a week is easily done. There yes. was a surprise musical number in Alan Wake 2. I still haven't gotten over it. You know, it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, and and you're doing another adaptation as Correct well. Correctamundo. Um, oh, I'm not saying that word again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who the man? <laughs> oh, that's a... <laughs> Physics. Physics. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes. So people have long asked for H.P. Lovecraft, and uh, and I thought, which one isn't shit? And <laughs> and I, listeners, I found one. No, but uh, we're doing The Color Out of Space, a Ooh. story all about what you can see. <laughs> oh, okay. And yes. putting it into but honestly, it's it's honestly it's um Lovecraft is is very I would say the hit or miss author. And mm -hmm. this is definitely one of the hits, and I am adapting it in ways that will make him spin, hopefully. Excellent. That's yeah. what I like to hear. And and the, the final one of yours is a is a new story. An yeah. original. This is original. This is a story that came to me um quite out of the blue. And I thought, great, that's a fantastic story for season four. And it would not leave me alone. Ah. Every single time I did the dishes or stepped into the shower or drove without a podcast on, the story just wouldn't leave me alone. Um, and it suddenly became quite apparent that it needed to be written and that it actually is a very good fit for season three uh, as it fits into my large and sinister plans. Uh, this is a story, uh, a totally original story, and it is going to be called The Tides of Men. Hmm. I should say <laughs> that a little more dramatically, like, The Tides of Men. In a world where there were tides and men... There came the tides of men <laughs> coming as soon as the podcast is funded. <laughs> Please, dear God, fund the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, but it's and, not uh, just me, David. There are other people. Yeah, there are, uh, there I was going to say there's two more slots. So who, who, tell me who? Which amazing writers have you got? Well, David, um, you know, long, long-standing listeners of the show might be looking around like John Travolta and wondering, where's Gemma Amore? And the answer is, in the latter half of season three, Gemma has written, and I know, like, I have to say this is her best one yet. 
Because if I said, this is Gemma's second best story, but it's true, listeners, <laughs> it genuinely is true. This is one of my favorite Gemma and more stories that I have read, period. And I cannot wait for you to listen to it. And the soundscaping is quite difficult. I have had to invest in some quite fancy sound effects for this one. Ooh, okay. And and uh, what is that one called? It is called Dreams to Sell. Ooh. Hang on, let's do that again. Dreams to Sell. <laughs> Coming hopefully soon. And of course, David, we are also being joined by Gareth David Lloyd. What? Gareth David Lloyd, the Gareth Yanto Lloyd. Jones. The Yanto Jones. Yeah, God, I'm, I'm sh- sure he loves that name, just coming after his name every time. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you not know, Gareth David Lloyd is a fantastic actor who is best known for appearing in Torchwood, a Doctor Who spinoff. But of course, in, uh, in two episodes of Doctor Who, Gareth um, is a filmmaker and writer in his own right, and he has written um, quite a few audio dramas now for Big Finish. Big Finish are a uh, fantastic uh, but expensive um, <laughs> audio drama producer, and, and you know, they, and they they have the license for a lot of Doctor Who. They have the license for Doctor Who audio drama too. So, uh, mm-hmm. Big Finish, let me in. Um, so, <laughs> let us in, thank you. So yeah, and, and Gareth has. Uh, well, I, I can't give too much away, David, but it has been uh, a beast of a of a of a script. It is Ooh. it is it is large in in scope and layers shall we say so beast large layers a large layered beast hmm or is it a large beast that has a lair i think you're going Ah. a little too literal in the in in, in your interpretation i I thought you were giving me clues but hey no but uh, what i can tell you is that it's very welsh very welsh yeah right it's it's a i'll i'll brush up on my accent then uh oh, David! You, <laughs> did you read this? Did you read the notes, David? <laughs> no, <laughs> not no, yet. At, this, at, at time of recording, David has got the script, but uh, yeah. he's going to have it imminently. Hooray! Yeah. So as yeah, so the rest of the season is in various stages of productions, but it's basically good to go in a couple months. Like in like a mm. couple months' time, it would be good to go if the funding was secured. But like, you know, like David said, it's it's um, it's not the most successful way to run a show in capitalism. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and abs- you know, all jokes aside, no shade to any other show, but this is just the stance that we want to take. But yes, and and. It's even sometimes it's even hard just getting the word of a show out there. Mm. Um, a certain someone has strangled the bird that is Twitter and made it so much harder to get the shows out there and to get it uh, and to have just just for the, for word to get out in the show. All these things affect how much money a show can make. Mm-hmm. Pe- less people listening, less people listening to the ads. Mm-hmm. Things like this, for example. So, um, if you are in a position where you can, please do consider supporting to help us continue to give art for free. Mm-hmm. We're not going to just turn around and say, well, we're now putting the episodes behind a paywall. It just means they might not come if we don't get that funding. Absolutely. So if you can, this festive season and beyond, please do consider either uh, a one-off donation to the Kofi or uh, a regular donation uh, via the Patreon. We would be very, very, very grateful. Uh, and as we are to everyone who has supported us um, over the past few years that we've been doing this. Absolutely. The the generosity of many of our listeners is just 
humbling, mm-hmm. frankly. There's there's no other word for it. It's absolutely wonderful. I, I remember when we got our first Kofi donation that was more than a tenner. <laughs> and I was like, wow, imagine giving that to a podcast. And now people do that a lot. And it's like so nice. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, as our show grows, so do our costs. And, you know, um, a lot of people have worked on the show for free. And that's not fair to keep asking people to do mm. that. So... And uh, and I suppose it is also a tribute to um, you as a writer and you as a director, which does lead us on to our next small point of business, which is if you are mm. listening to this before 2024, uh, then please do go along to the Audioverse Awards where Mark Nixon is up for Best Director for Shadows at the Door. Oh, shucks. This little, little podcast that could... Um, so please do consider going along, uh, registering and throwing him your vote, uh, because he does do a phenomenal amount of work and has himself come on from strength to strength and he's blushing now. He's, he's pointing daggers at me to say, shut up, you stupid man. No, I'm hiding Um, behind the pop filter. (laughs) (laughs) there are also loads of other uh, podcasts that you can Mm -hmm. vote for in there but for the best director please do consider making it mark nixon as your number one because he is my number one oh that's nice thank you Mm. well that i don't know what to say to that if i i can either deflect it or just accept it and i'll i'll just you can accept it it's christmas (gasps) it is christmas yeah well, it's the end of Advent. Christmas starts on Monday and continues until the 5th of January, which is not something that everyone remembers. It's like it's Christmas right up until the 5th of January. It starts on the 25th <laughs> and it's a 12-day festival. That's the hill David's going to die on? Yes. And it carries on going until Epiphany. <laughs> Any hot takes on how to spell Hanukkah, David? Uh, <laughs> not my culture. <laughs> So I'm not wading yeah, into true. that one. Actually, I, well, I, if I'm not, I actually think, yeah, like I think there are. There's no one way to spell it. That that makes sense. That's, it's like how do you spell Shakespeare? Well, he did it several ways. So, uh, so I think that uh, basically brings us to the end of our mid-season break hiatus information episode. Uh, it really just remains for us to wish you the very 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 best of the festive season whatever you're celebrating or if you're celebrating nothing mm. then just have a nice time yeah although what i will say you know at, at the danger of imposing my beliefs onto you listeners and gather you know get closer to the to the mic uh, not the mic get get closer to the speaker maybe you should you know read some ghost stories or mm-hmm. enjoy some of the bbc because if you're here you like ghost stories or maybe doctor who and you kind of don't care about a story getting in the way of us talking about it who knows but <laughs> you're in luck because there's a doctor who special on christmas day hooray, hooray. finally back yeah. no for, for me i think christmas is the spookiest time of year uh, mm-hmm. more so than halloween halloween's for poses mm-hmm. christmas is where <laughs> the spook really does spook that, that's that's the hipster spook, is it? Is Christmas? <laughs> yes. That was spooky before it was before it was famous. <laughs> Christmas is the final. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. I'm done. <laughs> it's been a month, David. Course, There's been a lot going on, and what we forgot yep. to tell you is that we were going to record this a week ago, but we were both yep. loaded with 
nefarious with cold. Colds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, if you do want to hear our um, discussion, our, our rendition of uh, A Christmas Carol that we did last year, was it? Um, where Ooh, Christmas Carol, David, I think that was two years ago. Drunk. Two years. Blimey, how time flies. Mm hmm. And we sing on it. We we sing Good King Wenceslas. Did we? Mm-hmm. I've obviously been to sleep since then. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, if you do want to hear that, that is on Patreon. Uh, do sign up and you can uh, you can he- listen to that, along with all of the other drunk specials and, and everything like that. Yeah, Patreon is the Blu-ray special feature of the feed. You get all of the comedic bonus episodes, including our recent Spooky Exams 2, where David and I crafted a ghost story together live and it went mm-hmm. just about as well as you're imagining right now yeah yeah it did and also david the last thing i'll say about the patreon is there is an incredibly exciting project to be announced in the probably ah, by yes. spring mm-hmm. the patrons will know about it first of course they will well i know about it you know about it yes yeah. you're directly affected by it this is true yes so listeners we're going to put david in stocks <laughs> in the middle of a major city and you can just come and throw whatever you want at him not even fruit hard yeah. things <laughs> a fridge uh, <laughs> hang on only throw fruit at David he will get hurt put that butternut squash down <laughs> yeah they can be really hard no vegetables that's a vegetable oh no don't throw the pineapples oh. either or um, that's for the back that's true yeah ah <sighs> I wish I could have done that to you before you started saying no. Oh, well. <laughs> boundaries, this is, if there's one thing you take from this, it's have good boundaries in life. Indeed. And I think we have come up, we, ha- we are pushing up against the boundary of our time available here. Absolutely. So, um, listeners, thank you once again for supporting us through this year, um, whether just by um, listening or by giving us your hard-earned wealth. Thank you again. Uh, you are we we love each and every single one of you in platonic ways. Uh, but we will continue to be spreading all of our pleasing terrors, all of our wonderful ghost stories, and and we have so much more to share with you in 2024 and indeed beyond. Because listeners, we do have season four beginning to be planned out, and there is stuff already in the pipeline for season four and between. The seasons as well. Because one thing we forgot to mention is is in between, we'll be doing them at the Mountains of Madness. Indeed so. So, there you have it, listeners. There is plenty on your plate coming up. Uh, so hopefully you will get over the indigestion of the festive season <laughs> before starting to imbibe too much more. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you are going to visit relatives... Just say, you know, uh, smart speaker, play shadows at the door, <laughs> keep it rolling, let it go through the through the king's speech, because who wants to listen to that? Um, I don't know, some people might. No, no, who no, knows? I slipped Charles but, some money. Oh. Yes, well, this year I'd like you all to listen to Shadows at the Door. <laughs> Get your best corgi and listen right now. It's very spooky. <laughs> That's amazing. That's wonderful. I, I didn't know you had such an in with the royal family. I'm now going to be looking into your backstory because I think there's some there's skeletons in that closet. Do not ask what I was doing in Paris in 1997. Okay. Right. 
David, is it too soon to make an I killed Diana joke? Because I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The Daily Express is going to be very pleased to give us a whole load of publicity for that now. I'll fucking say it if the Express will give us free press. <laughs> 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 On that note, listeners, we're going to uh, to um, instruct our lawyers. Uh, so, but thank you. <laughs> we don't have lawyers. We're just raw dogging this legal shit. <laughs> have a wonderful, <sighs> wonderful festive season, and yes. we will see you very soon <laughs> in 2024. <laughs>